1: Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dame Baptiste's Question Everything, a podcast for myself, comedian and writer Dame Baptiste, my producer friend Howard Cohen, aka the Hizer. Hello, and a mix of very special guests pose the questions that need to be asked. We're talking
0: everything from waffles or pancakes. I've been thinking a lot about that because I was presented with the option. Uh, I'm gonna say pancake. Mm, Okay there's not as much depth to a p- to pancake. Exactly. Okay, right.
1: Cuz I'm I mean yeah. I very rarely eat pancakes by themselves. They're n- normally an 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 accompaniment to maybe some uh, some scrambled brunch. eggs right. or yeah, some brunch, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean if I'm yeah, if I'm like I, I hop in the states and I'll go for that. But a then
0: waffle feels like such an event, doesn't it? It's Such an event. It's a big
1: deal. It Goes with chicken. I don't even know how people can digest both of them. Yeah, that is put me at sleep. What kind of waffles do you like though? Uh oh, just a fluffy chocolate covered Chocolate H- cover. H- you know they do H- red H- velvet H- waffles. Ooh, okay. That's nice. right. This is what I mean opening up a can of batter.
0: <coughs> we ask all the questions. That's all the, the questions that need to be
1: asked. And with that being said, if you like the show, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes or send us a message on social media. Tell us what you enjoy pancakes or waffles. We will do a poll. We we'll be welcome your feedback. it's a tough one. Well, speaking of waffles, <laughs> That's what I'm doing Uh, Brings us to our Very special guest Our guest today Is a very much loved Comedian from Canada Eight years ago He won the Laughing Horse New Acts of the Year Competition And has gone on to be A hugely respected comedian Supporting greats Such as Doug Stanhope And Bill Burr on tour He starred in the Viceland series Bobby and Harriet Get Married As well as appearing In E4's Pants on Fire ITV2's Killer Camp, Roast Battle 8 out of 10 Cats And much much more But most importantly He is a great guy And one of my favourite People and comedians In the game It's a one of a kind Bobby mayor hello dane hello howard <laughs> hello how are you bobby i know that sounds like we're reading an obituary and no I that's fine especially in your face but we do that table we like to uh, uh, to elevate our friends i like being hyped up you deserve a hype up man
0: and that's all things that are legitimately you've done
2: no i know it just feels uncomfortable to hear of compliments course, you didn't
1: take it too too
2: seriously.
0: Do you, do you, i think that applies to comedians more than the other guests we have the other guests we have really seem to quite like it I'd
1: say they do. I think people are surprised, which is weird that you speak to creatives and then they ask if it's like the first (laughs) time they've been validated before, even though it's a large part of why we do what we do. That being said, I think I feel like you've always been comfortable uh, on stage, whether the feedback is positive or negative. (laughs) I like that. That's a really nice way of saying you've seen me bomb a lot. I bomb a lot as well, though. But the thing is, you're somebody that is never in denial about it, and I think that's important uh, so far as being an observation. Sometimes I
2: really wish, though, because you meet these people and like the general public probably hasn't ever seen them because they don't like go on to do much but they'll bomb consistently and then never know yeah they just think it went great and they never like progress very far but they walk around thinking they're amazing, and no one's noticed. But and they smashed. They seem like they smashed. I really, I'd, I'd love a week of that. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. Just no matter what happens, you leave thinking, oh, I got two laughs. But are they bad people deep down? Those no, people? they're just
1: delusional. Yeah, they're just don't- delusional, and it's, it's like they're an observational comedy, and the first observation they fail to make, yeah, and that's <laughs> that they're not funny, which is right. you know. It'd be but, nice yeah, so if they were people.
0: terrible human beings. Do you know what I mean? Because then you could kind of, uh, well, they, then they, they kind of, you know,
1: I think people that are really bad to the work where we like he can't even tell they're not necessarily bad people they're somewhat oblivious that being said a lot of the times the, the bad people also aren't very good <laughs> yeah
0: so yeah. kind of balance. out Bobby's good though really. isn't he Bobby's a nice Bobby's guy. one of the best yeah
1: I was saying uh before we started recording I remember when I first started doing comedy Bobby and I did a gig on Brixton Hill mm-hmm. uh gig uh where was the by. gig uh I don't know if it's a bar that's across from the Tesco Express it's okay. gone now. It's gone now, though. I yeah. think it became the Tesco. Yeah. So oh yeah, it became the Tesco. yeah. That's right. It became the Tesco Express on Brixton Hill. That's a tough gig now. Isn't
2: it, it was yeah. a, well. You could do it, but it would just take some rallying.
1: Yeah. yeah. Hey, wasn't, who the, hates, wasn't the worst. Uh, those gig, self-service though? things. Uh, I mean, that's done a lot. Actually, done a lot. Isn't yeah. it? Baggage area jokes. So it's actually a perfect setting for comedy nowadays.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you. Yeah, well, actually, maybe it could be a way to do a gig. But let's not look into that. No, we're doing fine. I yeah. feel
1: like we're at a stage now where we let other people organise logistics of venues and gigs now, right? Yeah, Bobby? I'm not. I've never been good at that. No, mm. I, I'm. Yeah, I'm not an admin guy either. I'm Trying to. For, like logistics, not so much. Artistics, that's, a, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, Bobby, happy New Year because I haven't seen you. Thank you. How are you doing in this new decade? Yeah, I'm alright. I mean, how am I doing? I'm just trying to
2: like. It's weird because you read the news every day, and it really tries to convince you that your life's about to be over.
1: Yeah. And the mm-hmm. world
2: is this horrible place. Mm-hmm. If you never read the news, I don't think I'd know that.
1: I think I think my life's pretty good. I think so. I think I think and I think it's important to do that sometimes. I feel like. Uh, we uh, give over too much power to these things.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, there's definitely problems in society and there's definitely things that could be better. But I don't know. Like, I really get bogged down in that sometimes. You just spiral and I just spend... And lately I'm just trying to be like, actually, everything's fine.
1: Yeah, I, f- I agree. I feel like it's... Uh, I mean, that's the Pandora's box we've opened with social media. Yeah. Is that you consume more than you ever did. And it kind of gives you the power of a god. And you kind of realize why people should have the power of a god. Because when I say that as in, like, omnipotence, like all powerful, right? And then omnipresent, so you're all seeing and then mm. and then yeah. Omnipresence. I also, yeah, I, right? And omniscience, all knowing. And the thing is social media means you know stuff that you wouldn't normally know. You wouldn't really have an idea of every single catastrophe and tragedy happening in every part of the world. But if it trends, you get to see it. And then you get to see what people think about it. So when people are like, yeah, they deserve to die. You're like, you have no idea. That's how people used to think. Because you'd probably be next to some of these people that are horrible. But because they don't say the stuff out loud, you wouldn't hear it. And now we're getting a real, uh, I guess, uh, barometer of the human condition. And I think <laughs> it's, the fact that like that's going in line with like people's like mental health, mm. I don't think that's a coincidence.
2: Also, I think it makes you- I think social media completely makes you- uh, can make people- very insensitive to other people's struggles because they have to see them talk about it every day. Yeah. Mm. So, you know, if once a year somebody told you about their problems that you don't experience, you'd be like, oh my God, that's horrible. But when you see it every two hours, after a week, you're like, I don't care anymore.
1: Yeah, you become desensitized. Yeah, you get completely
2: desensitized.
1: It just, you inherently become less empathetic. Well, because you're spending so much time in a machine, so that's what will happen. You're losing that humanity.
0: I've experienced that recently because I, I think I retweeted Someone who, you know, very sadly is suffering from uh, a kind of terminal diz- <laughs> disease of kinds. Uh, was now, the tweet about that? Yeah, okay. the tweet was like, "Pray for me" or whatever it was. it was. Like, some, you know, I really appreciate everyone sharing my story. Blah blah. blah. Okay, I, yeah. I, I don't know what moment I was in where I decided to share it. Well, it's hard not to. What are you gonna? Yeah. No, if someone else. Can. <laughs> <laughs> but now the fucking algorithm, the Twitter algorithm, spotted me and been like, "Well, there's loads of people who are dying, Howard. You're not going to share these." And I'm like, oh, Jesus! I don't really want to be the Twitter you know dying person share <laughs> you don't thing. want
1: to be the Florence Nightingale of the Twitter sphere <laughs>
0: exactly I'm not even helping
1: am I really I'm just saying this person's dying I mean, who knows nowadays this is what I mean like oh, really? I retweet kids with like terminal disease and stuff and I'm like am I really helping but then you know if it's it, what they want if that's what they want then exactly yeah if that, if if some kid wants
2: 10,000 retweets before he <laughs> yeah
1: fine go, no. go for it good luck to him good luck it's gotta be done should we have a question let's uh, so again Bobby great to see you thank you so much for coming on the podcast uh if you're not aware, the etiquette is as follows. We invite our esteemed guest yourself to ask a question, whatever question they would like, which we discuss for about 15 minutes or so. And then the his or here will also ask a question. Oh, we'll yeah. do the same. And then finally, we'll have my question. Allow the rinse, repeat. Everybody go home, have a nice day. Okay, great. Right. <laughs> so that being said, please, uh, you have the floor for the first question.
2: Okay, I would say my first question, I was thinking a lot about this. And uh, if you had to be kidnapped by anyone <laughs> and you don't know if you're ever going to get out but you also don't want to be there like it's not a positive like sexual situation cool uh, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah you're yeah, being kidnapped no. uh-huh. who would you want to be kidnapped by
0: <sighs> i mean I, I for a period of time i thought we were going to be kidnapped by you there which okay i i mean genu- how do you feel about It'd, be, it'd probably be, I mean, it'd be weird because you know Bobby, right? So you would find it awkward.
1: But I don't know if that's, that helps the kidnapping. So they say with the police, like, if you, uh, a kidnapping is probably one of the uh, most likely like, acts of violence that you're likely to survive. Right. So as long as people see you being kidnapped, normally it's likely that you'll come home. Okay. So, <laughs> right. because it's very hard for you to, like, grab somebody and, like, bundle them in a the car a lot of the time unless you, like, drug them and stuff. mm I mean, I seem to know quite a lot about this. Yeah, not easily. Re- I used to read a lot of crime novels on holiday, yeah. and so yeah. I uh, so that being said, <laughs> the short answer to the question for me is slavers. <laughs> <laughs> or, 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 yeah, or like, basically human traffickers. Mm. What human traffickers? No, I. Oh, that's that's the worst to answer that question. <laughs> Sorry, that's the worst. I
2: would say ISIS is probably
0: the worst. Yeah, they're up there.
1: But yeah, ISIS they're pretty up there too but just,
0: to, just to, before we make our but decisions they, don't
1: they come under the umbrella of like people trafficking though because that's uh, just they make their money through like uh, kidnapping extortion
0: depends what they want to do with you really if they just want to if they just want to behead you then you know just want to behead me well it's not that's not a, a kidnapping scenario like traditionally Bobby's talking yeah. about like Fritzel kind of stuff like in a basement for twenty years.
2: Actually, Joseph Fritzl, if he kidnapped me, that'd be okay because I'm not his daughter, so he'd have no sexual interest in me. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and that would be fine, yeah. really. And, and he, also, the conditions get like weren't
0: f- that bad. By the, I mean, I know they weren't good, but the, <laughs> I, mean, I don't know if you can say they weren't <laughs> that bad. No, but when you look at, <laughs> 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 and just, like, on, just like that. I've watched the documentary. <laughs> the show was cancelled. <laughs> I'm not suggesting, but the the, the conditions. <laughs> <the, the, the, laughs> Howard's <laughs>
1: outlook is based on uh, living in. (laughs) London for so long, and so (laughs) compared to
2: a London flat, uh, and he's like, on street bathroom, Lardy's
1: (laughs) are.
0: The supplies that were provided to How the they didn't to they the get to see the sun for 20 years. Yeah, but the supplies that were... I often, basically, why I've said that is because I always think about food, <laughs> I set this trap.
2: I said, because you went along with it, now I'm I always you. think
0: about food. That's my kind of natural go-to scenario. I'm but glad am you Am I can... going to be okay with my food? Okay, okay and, yeah. And Fritzl was actually quite... <laughs> he was He was quite looked after them quite well with food, is what they I mean, what, they're his family, what, so that's his job. <laughs> Absolutely, but I'm just pointing out, so for me, if he was going to cater for me, you know, I'm not, I don't know if we get to rape requests. You okay, know, that could it'd be like Beyond on a Death Row, uh, but you
1: know, I don't know how much of an appetite I would have after having sex with an immediate member of my immediate family. Yeah. No, the thing is, he's not interested in us. Yeah,
2: oh, that's what's great about it. He's just a guy who's kidnapped us, mm-hmm. but we know what he's like. No one else is really there. It's just me and Joseph. A, yeah, I'm just saying. In this scenario. Mm-hmm. There's worse things.
0: You could do a lot worse. That's true.
2: If we could not release this part of the podcast as the
0: promo clip, that'd be great. <laughs> we well, question well, everything well, here. Well, I don't yeah. think I said, sorry, I mean, I don't think I said anything. If you look up the documentary on Fritzl, he fed them well. That's all, my only point was that he fed them well. Um, <laughs> I know, I'm just, I think talking. who I wouldn't want, uh, I wouldn't want to be kidnapped by like someone who just is incessantly communicating like Kanye West. Like that would just be like exhausting.
2: Oh, Absolutely. actually, that's a very good point. Someone who talks constantly would be very annoying. Yeah,
0: you yeah. don't want to have to be like um, like Stephen Mulhern, who like I have no problem with as a TV presenter, but I don't want to have to be kidnapped by him for 25 years. No, I mean, I guess, what point does the, depre- the you, you obviously at some point you're going to turn, you know, to the dark side of your mind and be like, oh my god, I'm trapped in a basement.
2: Uh, but also your only friend would just be your kidnapper so you say Stephen no but after a while you might like his to talk
1: That's true, yeah, it's possible that's, Yeah, after a while, right, some kind of contact, or maybe you know, you get to see the real Stephen <laughs> and instead of the, instead of the facade he puts up on TV, and then one day he just comes downstairs and he's like, "It's all a masquerade." You got a minute? Well,
2: mm. you'd know that if he's kidnapped you. You know, you'd
0: think, mm. "Okay, this isn't." I cool. feel like yeah. You're, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Why does that, this or... one crime have amusing elements? <laughs> it's because it's basically it's like it's like a it's like a flatmate that's really adamant you live with them, right? Like it's 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 got really weird.
2: I think because it's not to be kidnapped. You don't necessarily have to have any physical harm come to you, correct. yeah, but it still really affects your life. And there could be parts of it that are just quite boring. Parts of it they're quite painful, but it has mm. lots of range. Like just yeah. being attacked
1: is like a it's, pretty one kidnapping note. is also like in our line of work, a great premise for a show, yeah. Mm. and I guess it's like the one justif- justifiable reason why, like, you can't go to work or see your family and stuff mm. without, like, and, that, and that's quite Not a good
0: point, actually. Drugs or having to change our identity. <laughs> that's quite a good or point. Having to pay for accommodation. You, yes, you. Yeah, actually it's free rent, isn't it? So there is that. Um, but the you, you would it can't be anyone you know because that would influence massively. Yeah, you can't be kidnapped by someone you know. No.
1: I, feel like, I feel like it's got to, to be a stranger. But I feel like a lot of the time kidnappers will know
0: their their victims, right? They'll
1: yeah, they'll definitely. Mm.
0: Stuff. So. I think. Do you know who I'm going to go for? Uh, and you know, it's moder- moderately niche, but I think I'm going to go for the former Arsenal manager Arsene Wenger. I think he's a very intelligent man. I don't know if you're aware this guy managed Arsenal for like 25 years. So he's
2: probably or, got a pretty big house. Got a big house, so you'd just be in one of the bedrooms of the house with some bars or something, yeah. or somehow chained to a radiator. I
0: assume he's going to be watching football because he's a huge fan. We can okay. watch football together. We can talk about it. He's he's probably a decent cook. I don't have a knowledge of his cooking skills. See, I was thinking about Ainsley Harriet, but that's—he's quite energetic, so that's going to be quite exhausting. Yeah. You know, he's
1: going to be high well, energy. I guess depending on what he feeds you too, right? Depends on the menu. But that's
0: why it'd be great food. Yeah. great food, but it's high energy. So you want someone to leave you to yourself? Whereas, like, me and Arson could probably sit, you know, watch a game, talk about the game, talk about the scores this weekend over a cassoulet. On I mean, some, in, some kind of French, you know. Yeah, but menu. It de- I
1: mean, but it depends how long. I mean, because you're talking depending on how things going in the season
0: that mm. might go sour itself but I was also thinking about how he's like 70 odd so that could help because if I want, can I'm I allowed at some point overpower him and escape
1: that was my question because I guess you would choose some a kidnapper <laughs> who at some point if you did have enough you could easily overpower
2: okay yeah that's fair <laughs> I would say... But
1: I, <laughs> but then I guess it kind of defeats the object of being kidnapped Yeah, in, the first in this place.
2: scenario, I don't think you can over... He's he's caged you. Somehow you can't, mm, you know... Yeah. You're not able to... Also, the problem, the worry if he's caged you is if he does die, then you starve in the cage.
0: Okay, okay. That Good is, point. Unless I... Yeah. Unless I work out... I often think about this like... If like I ended, old boy. Yeah, I ended up in prison oh, yeah. and I work out enough to be able to bust my way out of there with, with brute muscle. Just
1: eat his okay. face. I've got my guy, I think. <laughs> Who are you going for? Uh, Pai Mei, the fictional character known as White Eyebrows in Kill Bill, because <laughs> <laughs> so he's okay. like he's like cruel, but then I want I wanna that scene where he's like, "Do you want me to give you this power." Oh, and he teach you kung fu while right? kidnapping. But I was you. like, "You can't leave," but nice. this is my legacy. And then through grueling, rigorous training, I get to learn Eagle Claw and Tiger Crane.
0: That's not bad. And so, and I feel like because you like, come out the side a better person.
1: Yeah, because you know when he kidnapped the bride in Kill Bill too, he didn't really kidnap her, but. She's so physically exhausted, she couldn't leave it if she wanted to. Yes. So she had no choice other than to work and improve herself. So I feel like if I was going to be kidnapped, I'd like to be kidnapped by like a retiring like martial arts grandmaster. Mm. And he's like, I'm not able to find an heir, so I'm going to give all of this to you. Use it wisely, which means don't use it to fuck me up and try and escape. Which you eventually would. Eventually? Yeah, but only once he's really weak and you're really strong. Yeah, and by that, he he would be like, well, this is always part of my plan. Yes. And then now you have to kidnap an heir one day and teach him, Dane, as my kidnapper taught me. I think that's great. Yeah. Mm. And that's how I... You
0: really that's pushed that up I, a level. That's how
1: I escaped and learned
0: kidnapping fist. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> <laughs> You've taken that up a notch. Mine was just basically about watching football with a with a with a kind of old. On that hero. same
2: note, I would like to be kidnapped by Elon Musk. Oh. That's a good choice. Just to take in whatever he has of, going on.
0: He's the kind of guy that you wouldn't put it past him, would you? Really? No, no wouldn't.
2: it wouldn't be the weirdest thing he's done no, today. No. He'd be. He,
1: and the thing is,
0: I like think calling a, a hero a pedo. And
1: I could, well, exactly. <laughs> hey, because look, he didn't use his uh, one-person submarine. I feel like what would happen in that scenario, Bobby, is that like you'd just be at his house for like a tour yeah he'd be like cool bobby just don't go in that room which of course you're like (laughs) (laughs) must be tesla mark four in there you go in there the sight is unspeakable he's like i warned you bobby Mm. now you've seen it you can't leave and you're like but the clones (sighs) and and then i think i feel like yeah and then i'd meet a clone
2: of myself right he's already Mm. cloned me there you go we'd hang out for a couple years
1: and together defeat Elon and his own clone. There you go. And it's a clone off, Clone War.
0: <laughs> what a film that would
1: be. Oh, but then I think because the merit of why you'd be kidnapped by Elon Musk is a great one. So maybe I'd be kidnapped by like Michael Jackson if mm. he was alive. If he was alive, right? Okay. Because first of all, for those of you, but with that tone, I'm too old, Howard. <laughs> And, uh, yeah, know. I'm just,
2: Dane, are you a Michael Jackson truther? <laughs> <laughs> Do you believe
1: that he's an innocent man? I believe that <laughs> Michael Jackson is... Uh, I'm
0: surprised this has never come up on this podcast. I know.
1: I believe Michael Jackson is uh, a very complex uh, person. Who, a very uh, complex man who, who just ran into
2: seven lying children. That's, that's what you mm. think?
1: Mm, yeah.
0: <laughs> it's <him>. happened before. <laughs> <laughs> it just saddens you, though. No? I can always see it. Just saddens you. The of course, it saddens me. That, that, you know, I, I used to love his music, and saddens me. It but does feel about, I
1: was—I have never been under the, the uh, pretense that Michael Jackson is like a regular dude that like gets <laughs> yeah. off stage and <laughs> yeah. sits there watching Netflix, eating like popcorn. Like I—I I don't think that's ever been him. But then at the same time, the singularity of like—I don't think there's just like one dude that oversees a child trafficking ring. Mm. Mm. So. you
0: know kidnapping I mean you've never kidnapped anyone guys right Uh, not maliciously no No. (laughs) you never I don't think I have you think
2: no I'm trying to make sure yeah. to go through I, I don't want to say no and <laughs> then leave Cole,
1: and oh that one time I were just like, had a text from she looked like, she, like we said up those guys are like she looked like she did a massage when did this become harassment what's yeah. going on um, uh, but it,
0: it, I mean it is a commitment isn't it and we're asking you know, a lot these- kid-
1: I, I have kidnapped somebody once <laughs> I was at like I was in Pontins yeah. at, like a uh, like a raven weekender mm. and there was a water fight okay and and uh, Guys versus girls, because, right. you know, in the early noughties, no one cared about like gender stereotypes. Yeah. And so at one point, we had to get captive because somebody had taken something from our apartment, our chalet, playfully, all of course. So we were like, you, you, get, you get Chantel back or may I get my stuff back? It wow. was fun. <laughs> Made phone calls and everything. <laughs> it was really? fun. Yeah, I'd be like, speak. <laughs> and I'm like, you want to see her again? You bring back my super soaker. Good times. Did you get it back? Yeah. Yeah, that sounds fun. That was really fun.
0: There's some good movies with uh, kidnapping. Happens a lot in films, right? Like like Fifty Shades of Grey? <laughs> I never saw that. No. I wouldn't I, want to be kidnapped by that guy. The van The Vanishing.
1: I'm like, I just I just did anal with you. And, why I, have, and I have to meet your mother? <laughs> do you know what I mean? What more do you want from me, buddy?
0: The, he seems very intense. Mm, really intense. The 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 Vanishing with Jeff Bridges is a is a, <gasps> a hell of a film if you've never oh, seen that. That's a pretty good film. Yeah.
1: Oh, what's the other one? Uh uh, taken. I don't like that one. No, but, t- not Taken. That's what's, another kidnapping. The one, film. no, it's, it's, poppy, it's even poppy, it's the, even, it's poppy, even poppy wider, the, the one with Angelina Jolie. Oh, and uh, when she, she's like, my kid's gone missing, and they go, here he is, and she goes, that's not my kid. I would never have. Oh yes, right. Uh, what's it called again? I thought it was Nicole Kidman there's there might be a similar one too. but I know Angelina Jolie was in one there's a lot of and they um, kidnap her kid that was a, there was a real story in like LA yeah basically a real story and, it's like before, and it was like before we started scrutinizing it was like 1930s this lady's kid went missing and then they gave her back a different kid and she's yeah like, she's like that's not my kid, my kid. And they're like mm, it's not your kid you sound crazy <laughs> and they put her in an asylum
0: Changeling Changeling yes. that's the one yeah quick google um, it's an interesting question Bobby I, I, you know I, I think we've got some good answers there Arsene Wenger Sensei from uh, uh, Pai Pime or White Eyebrows, yeah, and, and Elon Musk. And Elon Musk, although I really would want to stay with Elon Musk and just learn. You like him,
2: I don't like him, I just find him impressive. Yeah. I find him super impressive. I've never started my oh. own space agency and
1: car company and created PayPal. Well, I haven't go. done any of those things, <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and also electric yeah. car. I, I like what he's about, or like Nikola Tesla, that guy, mm. he's like he was from years ago, but he was like the Elon Musk of his time, yeah, and uh, he like. Did, well he's now credited for creating alternate current. The right. Alternating current. He also that's the AC and DC.
0: Right.
1: And then he also had early things like radio, television, hmm.
0: uh, wireless, thing, Wi-Fi, uh Death Ray. Hmm. Uh yeah. The thing about Musk though no, is uh everyone obviously is aware that he is a bit of a dickhead, as in terms of his personality. But isn't that just the way it goes with people yeah, like can't, that? Like,
2: the guy's operating on a different level.
0: Yeah, he's a, uh, completely.
2: He's a, he doesn't work on his social skills. That's not what matters. Yeah, he exactly. Need, he is the alpha. He does not need. It's to placate people conversationally. He needs to start companies. and he doesn't.
1: He doesn't understand yeah, the idea of having to show etiquette, it doesn't make any sense. So he doesn't make any logical sense. Mm. Actually, a hard, similar
0: to Willy Wonka, right? Willy yeah, Wonka. Yeah. When you actually look at the facts, just busy getting it done. Yeah, he's and
1: <laughs> certain <laughs> elements. Well, I would have said Kanye, but then I realized he's, he's not. Mm, that's, it's not, not he in, is. that's not who he is. too
0: dissimilar in some ways. In the sense. Elton John as well there are comparisons there's comparisons
1: but it's it's, yeah he's vibrating in a different frequency whereby they identify in Harvard University seven types of intelligence and Mm. which include like emotional and interpersonal so some if you're going to have you know proficiency in some you might not be in others and like you said it's like if you're somebody where you're like I just need to work out how we can have like a high speed uh, transport infrastructure in LA like then you listening to somebody who wants to be like credited for like well I've been in LA so like I don't give a fuck who you are yeah Mm -hmm. I, I totally I get that about Elon Musk a lot it's like, it's cut out the, the fraff. Like he doesn't see the logical point of having t- any kind of like. I mean, I hate season. small talk. I've had to learn how to yeah, yeah. over like the last 10 years, just teach myself how to be like, how was your day? And really care. <laughs> I've, I've been told. Is that
0: what Britain's done to I've you? I've been
1: told a few times that
0: I'm on the spectrum. Right. Because you don't want to small talk.
1: Yeah, because I have to speak for a living, which you know, I don't say it, like it's laborious, but it's like, I try to make that point the catharsis when i'm telling you exactly what i'm thinking <laughs> even the more darker recesses of my mind so if you're missing it there then mm. I, I mean what the fuck can i talk to you about now
0: <laughs> so, it was a good question that's a great question i mean we never get to talk about kidnapping i just want to reinforce just how much i disagree with uh any positive elements of of joseph fritzel's life and uh and work i guess um,
1: not not quite. leaving you in front of the bus I am a fan of Michael Jackson. I don't agree with a lot of his
0: actions. Yeah. And Bobby, uh, anyone else you'd like to disclaim yourself about? Just, I actually... You didn't say anything. Well, did I you? really like both those people, so <laughs> I disagree. <with> you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Um, right, it's time for my question. Okay. And we've got the incredible Canadian Bobby Mayer here. Yes. Which means I felt obliged to bring up one particular thing, which is to ask you how you feel about your homeland's leader, Justin Trudeau. He is a interesting, complex figure who has obviously caused, like, oh, a lot of people still love him, you know? A lot of people still love him. So I'm interested to see what you think of him. And we can debate his merits or not.
2: What do I think of Justin Trudeau? Well, the <laughs> um, he ran as a left, very left-wing politician. Uh-huh. His campaign for, originally was very left-wing. He got in power, governed... As a centrist, Mm -hmm. similar to Obama, so much so that he has tried to look like Obama. <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: like, I am
2: living like Barack Obama. Perhaps.
1: Kind <laughs> Obama.
2: I really have to stress that there's like three pictures of him doing blackface at different times. And I grew up around a lot of really racist people. Well, this is
0: why I was interested to ask okay, you, yeah.
2: never once have I seen anyone ever do blackface. It's not like it's something that racists do all the time. In no. Canada, right, it's, that's what I was going to ask it's you. It's very... Niche. this guy loves it, yes, <laughs> so do I think I don't think he's a like i think that's black faces is his, like definitely has a lot of awful ho- historical connotations. I don't think he's a racist, I no. think he's an- idi- a rich idiot he's an
1: idiot, yeah, and the thing is I feel like there doesn't need to be a distinction doesn't need to be made, but at the same time, I think most uh people like i say we have like a ra- inbuilt racism radar where someone can do or say something which comes across as Catastrophically ignorant <laughs> I mean it's insane It's yeah. It's crazy I had a friend as well He, he dressed up like a Somalian pirate Right mm. And blacked up for it Yeah And at some point Ghetto that's gonna, someone's gonna be like, <"S-> I mean, isn't this your friend? <laughs> yeah. And I'm gonna be like, ah, oh, fuck. I mean, I just don't know. It's not like he
2: just decided to be prime minister when he was 35 or whatever, yeah. you know. He's known since he was 12, that yeah, I'm yeah. gonna do what my dad did. Yeah, yeah. How along the way was he like, well.
0: And I'm sure his dad did the same thing as well, did, did Blackface. But his popularity. He, he, if, you know, because it's interesting with Macron in in France, right? Mm-hmm. He, they kind of similar... Time, I know it wasn't quite exactly the same time, but they they came to power at a similar time. Yeah. And they were both these like, hey, these cool like young guys. And now Macron has become so hated by so many people in France. And yet Trudeau, I know he that that thing seemed... You know, that that, that incident, those incidents, seemed to tip him into people's bad looks. But for a period of time, he seemed like everyone's fucking...
2: No, but he was never... he Once he won... He he still won the last election like a few months ago. So Mm he 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 he. um, But once he won in Canada over the last few years, he has become less popular because he's not far left enough to placate the left, and he's Mm. not far right enough to make the right happy. You know that he the the uh, Alberta used to make a lot of money on oil, and Mm. they wanted to install like six oil pipelines, and he said you can install like two. I don't yeah. know the numbers. I don't pay that much attention. Sure. So then Alberta hates him. Like, right. no part of Alberta voted liberal, and he's a member of the Liberal, liberal Party. Mm-hmm. And then the left, he he since he allowed some two. pipelines, yeah, two, yeah, like, and he hasn't done anything yeah. for the indigenous people of Canada, which he ran on a platform like, I really want to help them and just didn't do anything. Yeah, right. So then the, 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 the far left, not even far left, you know, left-wing
1: people didn't like him that much. Yeah. But he still managed to win with the... Mm. Uh, well, because cent- centrist, I guess, is where it really counts. Yeah. When you think about it, yeah. And you say he runs as a centrist, then if he's not, uh, you know, v- appealing completely to either side, so there's a bipartisan spectrum, then that's probably how he got power again.
0: Did you see the clip of him at the uh, it the G20 or or, or, or the, some event when he was slagging off Trump to the other leaders? I don't know if you saw oh, that. Yeah, that was yeah, a yeah, that, yeah. Which was an amazing clip. It was quite interesting watching that because you've got Boris Johnson there, who's someone I don't ever relate to. I never feel like <laughs> he has my kind of guy when I look at Boris Johnson anywhere. But Trudeau, watching him kind of mock everyone, we're going to really make jokes. He kind of seemed like, oh, that's, that seemed like quite a good guy. But his, his reputation was so tarnished. Like, I bet, how many people, you go out in the street and ask them, what do you think of Justin Trudeau, they'll bring up the blackface thing, right? That's, that's now going to well, be he, a huge he, shadow on the rest of his career. Eh. It will, do. it will. It will, It, will, it will be
1: it I will. mean, it will be. A, it will be a blemish aesthetically, but I think so far as like, I his mean, career. Trump's an accused serial rapist. Bill Clinton's an accused serial rapist.
2: Yeah. I mean, blackface is. I would say. That's what I mean. Yeah. <laughs> down. <laughs>
1: so the people that are, are in, you know, and then you have. I mean, and Tony Blair's like arguably a war criminal.
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I would
2: say like, listen, <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel
1: like it's easy. You it's make a strong case. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not that, that blackface will wash off just now. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. <laughs> It'll like, wash off just now. Comparable. I feel like um, with someone that Justin Trudeau, like with Obama, who I guess come from a new uh, generation of like telegenic and uh, aesthetically pleasing uh, politicians. And very social media savvy. And very social media savvy, and, you know, appealed to a lot more of a cosmopolitan generation. Mm. But, you know, at the heart, they're still politicians, so,
2: yeah. The irony is, because of the blackface scandal, uh, Trudeau uh, won by a very small margin. Like, Mm. he didn't actually get the majority vote. Mm. So the Conservatives got the majority vote at, like, 33%, I think. And then he got, like, 32%. And then the NDP, who are farther to the left... Uh, to Trudeau got like nineteen percent, hmm. but s- since because of the the blackface scandal, the NDP got more votes. I I would uh, I guess. Yeah. And then because of that, then Jagmeet, this cool Sikh dude who's in charge of the NDP. Oh yeah, I him. Then he is now got a stake a in the minority government, yeah. oh, and cool. he has a lot of power over yeah.
1: Trudeau. So it's interesting how so it's, it's worked out. It kind of, ba- now. It, that would be a great reveal at the end and he was like yeah 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 there you go <laughs> there you go high fives in there you go yeah there you go because I, I was because I was initially under the impression that maybe that was uh, Kanye's plan was that he would try and endear himself to like the right and then get in a position of power where he'd run in was it 2024 oh, yeah and then he would be in power and then Michelle Obama would also run hmm. But then I was giving him way too much credit, yeah. yeah and I just definitely. feel like he just wants to be involved in every part of the presidential elections and uh, and have his name associated with the presidency. And I think that's really what it is. But then at the same time, it did lead to conversations about prison reform, right?
2: There's well, yeah. There's nothing that's black, like completely black and white, especially right? in
1: politics. Yeah, uh,
2: like it's yeah. Kim Kardashian does nice things for prison reform, but. They're both Republicans. She does things for people that
1: are leaving prison and for people that are still incarcerated. Yeah. Mm. I'm sure she helps them out then too. You know, you're doing a 20 stretch, then a poster of Kim Kardashian won't hurt. (laughs) (laughs) It it might, but you might try and get some Vaseline in your commissary. (laughs) So, uh, But do you still
0: get to vote, Bob? in Canada never voted you never voted
2: <laughs> I just didn't I just didn't I don't know yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. hey buddy would he have I got your vote would he have got your vote or?
2: it depends on what riding I would have voted in or how it works I would have voted strategically yeah, yeah. to keep the conservatives out
1: I also feel like we shouldn't leave out the fact that was it the mayor of Toronto did smoke crack
2: oh my god Rob Ford was he's dead now R.I.P. No, from a crack overdose no he had a cra- he had a crazy few years okay here's an elected mayor yeah never been a
1: uh, politician ever
2: uh, I think oh. he'd be the counselor, i elected mayor. Yeah. Spend the whole time getting really drunk, smoking crack, hanging out with gangsters who later killed each other, fighting over his, the tape of him smoking crack. Fucking hell. Like a bunch of, uh... What's th- this guy's
0: name? Sorry, it says... Rob Ford? Right.
2: Whose brother is now the premier of, uh, Ontario, which is like a governor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, of, the, of the province, right? Yeah, yeah. Rob, uh, oh. his brother Doug, mm-hmm. uh... And so then smoking crack it, got caught smoking crack, went to rehab, then got cancer, fought cancer. Died of cancer, all within like two years. What a crazy two year, last two years of someone's you life. I think it's sad. And he was on well. like Kimmel,
1: right? You're not know, you know even sadder than that. Is that Chris Farley would have been the best person to play that I know.
2: That guy, right? Oh, it's so. He would have been the best. <laughs> I crave a Rob Ford movie so
1: much. Uh, Let's do
0: it. Let's do it. The three of done. us are doing well,
1: it. It was said on his podcast first. Bobby Mayer should be in that film. <laughs> We're going to speak it into existence.
0: It's interesting. I just I've, I've always said this to you before because we, we had Catherine Ryan on the show. And, yeah. and talking about Canada I always find it a fascinating place and it like must be a fucking hard place to run like as a governor or like a as a, as a, as a <laughs> no, I don't know well it just must be because it's so massive it's humongous place right and it, yeah. it's so I mean obviously it could go, to, go for a lot of places Putin does it I guess <laughs> but then we look at Canada mm-hmm. as a Kind of happy place, like I think the international view, no, they, of, view they have of Canada. good PR,
2: definitely. Yeah, oh,
1: yeah. The, 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 Canada, We look at Canada as it, like that will, was what would happen if the American War of Independence went another way. Yeah, mm. <laughs> that's, I think that's how we kind of look at Canada. It's good PR, but there's lots of socio-economic problems. You know, it's a it's a state in the Western Hemisphere. Yes, yeah. a, a capitalist economy. How there's always going to be a, a line of how good mm. it could be. In the same way that like. Justin Trudeau, again, appears to be one of the more uh, cosmopolitan and affable politicians. But it's kind of like if you've got, like, a whole football team and they all bully you, and there's one guy who's like, I just hang out with them, but I don't like what they do. Yeah. But you still hang out with them, though. Of course. So I see him like that. and like Mm. People are like, yeah, everyone loves Obama, but Obama dropped loads of bombs more than anybody at his office. Like a politician would do. Mm. Yeah. Like, you know, if... You get the job when you manage McDonald's. Like, you can't expect the manager to start changing the content of the Big Macs. <laughs> it's mm. still McDonald's,
2: It's still yeah. McDonald's, right? America so, can't uh, change because of
0: one guy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd I say I quite like him. There's I can see why. But just
2: post-blackface? Ba- but that kind of fucks <laughs> was it. <right> it <laughs> was it? I just like, I, mean, I didn't like. Yeah. <laughs> it was, what was interesting was it didn't actually endear any racists to him. No, it didn't. There wasn't any racists who were like, I wasn't going to vote for him, but now.
0: (laughs) But also watching him apologize and squirm
2: We've well, got to apologize. He can't
1: not apologize. Yeah. Well,
0: you say that, but look at the amount of politicians who just lie their way out of things they've done, but or just it would just ignore it completely. He, he,
1: it's he, harder when there's the evidence, though, <laughs> and and how far you're going to take it. I mean, it depends on your. Well, I mean, it depends on, the, on the someone's president. written
0: someone's written a book about Trump and their sexual relationship, <laughs> and you know, he's still yeah. Denies. But
2: Trump and Boris Johnson have these personas that allow them to be outrageous. Mm. Trudeau doesn't have that. Yeah, no one in Canada has, has done that yet.
1: Yeah. Like Trump's thing is that he can't fall further. Yeah. I think that's a big part of it. And it's, he, that's, I think. but well, he's a comedic persona. Yeah. And the Trump election is one of the first times where even the lowest of the low in America can be like, well, I have, I am equal to the president. Yeah. The president is no longer like. An aspirational figure. It's like you know, anyone, literally, anyone, literally anyone, and if, I, I think that's a big part if you're of your appeal. Born a billionaire, yeah. And then, but then, Donald Trump shows you like what would happen if you gave somebody from the middle of America a billion dollars, yeah, without mm-hmm. any kind of formal education or like financial education, or you know, any sense of the humanity.
2: He does make the thing is. I, like, disagree with him on all his policies, but when I watch him speak, I laugh. And I think if I'm laughing, people who like him
1: must love him. Well, yeah, and it's also a position of privilege where I think a lot of the time the people that appear to be the strongest vocal detractors of Donald Trump also know his policies won't really affect them directly. Yeah. Mm. You know, in the same way that, like, I guess people who a lot of time champion immigration, but they do it from the position that it's not that like they don't live next to me yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know I can afford to employ them so mm. I'm fine with it but I, I, I don't know I I feel like I don't really uh, get any kind of emotional rapport with politicians anyway mm. there's no one there's no politician who I can be like you've let me down I feel like I have I would question anybody who kind of seeks power within this kind of oh yeah the world we live in. And I think if you try and us, Doug Stanhope actually said it really well in um, Beer Hall Putsch when he said, uh, like, you want to do this leader? This leader's bad. I was like, what if I don't want to be led? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, yeah, I get that. Hmm. you Because, know, I mean, po- politi- politics almost exists as the antithesis of what we do anyway. And then we go as like a solitary person trying to, uh, I guess, crystallize what people are thinking by our own merit of like, you know, that's the payoff in what we do is that I people, think we compete with politics, yeah, whereas politics is like saying is more trying to endear yourself by saying what people want to hear mm. and maybe appealing to those things rather than make so i guess we we make people trying to appeal to people's like you know darker recesses of their mind rather than force them to confront it, yeah, mm. if that makes sense, so. You know, a politician is almost a politician. To I me, mean, it's almost like a comedian, but he just says what he wants people to hear. Yeah, he's just a hack. Yeah, he's a hack, basically. <laughs> Even yeah. the best politician yeah, is yeah. still a hack. Still a hack. Yeah, yeah. no like, original ideas. Yeah.
0: So, okay. Well, that's our general thoughts on Justin Trudeau, then I guess. Yeah, but it's interesting that the hatred for what he was, you know, outed for. it seemed to diminish a little
1: bit. I mean, for me, that's like when people are like, Donald Trump's racist. What, this billionaire who didn't earn his money in America (laughs) doesn't like black people? I mean, if he wasn't, he'd probably struggle socially.
2: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I don't know how would he talk to his friends. Yeah, exactly, right? He's golfing. He's like, well, what am I going to say? Because, you know, Donald Trump (laughs)
1: inherited... Yeah, basically, he inherited his... You know, he inherited his fortune because Mm, his older brother... Uh, Because, I mean, the Trumps control a large part of like New York's real estate, right? Yes. Mm. And then his uh, older brother, during construction of like Trump real estate, had uh, reserved some of it for affordable housing. Okay. And his dad was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? We're Trump's (laughs) affordable housing. (laughs) You want to provide homes for the blacks and the Latinos? Are you fucking crazy? You're disowned. Mm. And he was so dejected, he took his own life. And so Donald Trump was next in line. And that's how it happened. We all know that worked out. So, just to give you an idea of like when that's people like the family he
0: grew that's up the in. He grew up <laughs> in yeah. so just to give you an idea
1: of like when you're like he's the worst. It's like if he was a good person, he would have passed on by now. Yeah. Yeah. So, you. Yeah.
0: Thanks for answering the question. I, I I was intrigued to know what you uh, what you think of old Trudeau, um, Dane. It's over to you for the final question of over, this. Over to me of this episode. no
1: Bobby, I've known you a long time. Yes. And eight uh, years, eight years, a long eight time, eight good years, time. I think, yeah. I think one of the best things about you, if someone wants to ask me, is that uh, you're always able to give it straight up no chaser and no agenda. So, if I want always want an honest answer, I always speak to you about it. Okay, uh, I have a theory. I feel like if for those who don't know, uh, I hope this isn't too probing,
0: uh, so Bobby was adopted. Mm. Yes, mm. famously in uh, a famous. great Edinburgh show, legendary yes. Edinburgh show. Uh, Thank you.
1: And several jokes that allude to this as well. So please do check him out. <laughs> and I feel like because uh, there may be a situation in your life where you don't really have that unit to have been able to rely upon growing up. So I feel like you've never had that the comfort or the privilege of being able to mince words or create masquerades. And this is just theory. I might be trying to psychoanalyze, but it's like, I just feel like, you know, you've not had to waste time coming up with bullshit in terms of dealing with people. Okay. Because there's never been a situation where you've had to force a connection. Yeah. And I say that to say this, right? Because I feel like most people can't necessarily imagine what it's like because there's certain elements of things like family, which people probably take for granted, right? Mm -hmm. But what I want to know from you was when's the first time? You'd notice within that uh, context of being adopted that you were different to, in inverted commas, other kids. I
2: don't. Okay, that's an interesting question. So, um, in terms of what you're talking about, my my straight talking kind of like yeah.
1: bluntness. Yeah. That I don't. I don't even mean to. I yeah. just. But it's it's, it's fine. You, say, you It's, it's like I said because I, I can speak to other people who may not had that kind of upbringing, and I guess when people. I look at it like this I feel like sometimes When people have The privilege of Having parents And a source of unconditional love Or a source of enablement For their flaws Oh yeah I get It, uh, it creates a complex Where it's like I've dealt with adults Who are just Psychologically unable mm. To handle any form of criticism Yeah Con- because, Conflict Conflict yeah, conf- or um, Conflict resolution confrontation, confrontation Confrontation out They have no skills Whatsoever
0: My, yeah. my entire wife's family and I'd happily tell them this to their faces.
1: They're the happiest, sweetest people.
0: The happiest, sweetest people who, if I wanted to have a row with any of them, they wouldn't even know I was doing it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and even myself. But it's like, until I started doing comedy, I was never referred to as aggressive. And <laughs> no, I'd <laughs> never grown up. And that might be due to where I grew up. Because where mm. I grew up, and the same thing by me, where it's like... No,
2: but I'm the same. Like, for yeah.
1: where I come from, I'm not aggressive. I'm just another... Right? You know. Yeah, just another guy. Where I'm from, it's like, Mo- it'd be the opposite Most people would say I'm not passive But like Where I've grown up It's like When someone doesn't like somebody The outcome is usually violence Yeah So I've always tried to articulate myself Rather mm. than resort to like Physical or verbal abuse And yet People always be like You're aggressive And you're bullying And you're domineering And controlling And I'm like I oh, don't know man I've, My aunts have been victims Of domestic abuse I don't think you understand How hmm. abuse works but then, like, at the same time, it's like when I speak to you, it's like it's always somebody where it's like there's never any ego involved or any defense. And I'm like, do you, so maybe rephrasing the question. Do you think it's maybe because of the uniqueness of your the nuance of your upbringing that that's, that's where that's come from?
2: I don't know. That's a hard question to answer. Yeah, yeah. I don't, like it's uh, why mm. am I who I am? Yeah, yeah. Um, I like. I think just because I generally feel quite lonely, I like having deep conversations, yeah. and I like just cutting to it, you know? Yeah. Like, I actually find it horrifically painful to talk about mundane, like, mundanity. Agreed, yeah. And to kill, like, it, it hurts me, me inside. Me Because I don't feel connected to the person, so then I just feel fucking alone, and I'm like, oh my god, I'm so alone. Whereas, so I think the reason maybe that I'll that. strive for something real, and yeah. I'm like, oh, this feels... Like we're getting somewhere. I agree, yeah. know I totally each other.
1: That. Yeah. No, I totally get that because, like I say, because it's like I just maybe there's, there's been no other social paradigms growing up where you know you're, have you, do- you like, yourself I have obligation rather like you know you have to you because ha- I guess coming from a larger family like you have there's certain aspects of family and I'm sure how you can relate hmm. that you have to indulge more than you'd want to. So I think as a result of that for me like comedy's always been good because I have learned I have in- I enjoy my own company. Yeah. Like, so like yourself, it's like because. I value a actual rapport. I won't really just speak to somebody for the sake of speaking to them. Like, I could do that professionally, but really, if I wanna to speak to someone, I don't actually see it necessarily to be like always deep and meaningful. But it's like, what's the point in us spending this time if I'm not gonna to get to know who you are anyway?
2: Yeah, that's how I
1: feel. Yeah.
2: I like, I, I f- that's why I find like business relationships, you know what I mean? That level of like, yeah. so hard to, you know. When you're just trying to get like how do you're good at this, when you just mm. get to know someone on a level of like work mm. and you act friendly but you're not really friends. I was I talking find to that someone so a- uncomfortable. And oh, I can yeah. I can mm. think my way through it and just do it, but yeah. it you know?
0: Yeah, I I because of the nature of television and you move, that is you move a company to company. You move a lot of, you move between companies as producers. Yeah. I definitely realized that there's some people who, you know, uh, it, you, you, you it was fun to work with them. And once it's over you may never really have anything to say to them again once it's over. And then there's these people who you didn't know that you were working with someone who's going to become a friend. Yeah. Uh, which obviously yeah. we've experienced, Dana spend yeah, all these yeah. hours together. and uh, You know, with people being on a production, when you're like, hey, we've got three months to make this show. And it's some people who I worked with like eight years ago and I'm still texting them now and again about stuff, you know. But
2: every time I think they're my friends. <laughs> every time I think I made my new best friend. <laughs> and then it's over. I think, oh, we're, we're best friends. It was just work. They it was just work friendliness. Every time, I yeah. never But learned.
0: then I would attribute some of that, and I would not be critical of any individuals in this statement because everyone's got their own shit going on in their life and different priorities, right? Yeah, yeah. But to me, I always feel the same way about you guys, the performer, the creative, the talent, as we horribly define you. Uh, to me, you know... I get to sit with people who I really want to hear from, you know? Like, it's a joy. And so, like, and it's partly for me, it's going back to the uh, adoption thing maybe leaking, but to me as a kid, you know, the thing I didn't have was any creative output. Like, yeah. it, was, it was just denied as a child until I was, like, 19. Mm. So I fucking love listening to you guys talk. Love, you know, working on stuff because that's, like what I never had as a kid, you know? No, I get and I that. guess a lot of people do have that and but therefore they don't value it. Do your parents it. want you to do something else? They just or? didn't really, uh, no. It just wasn't available at school in any way. Oh, okay. I couldn't draw, so art was fucked for me. Yeah. So you know what I mean? So that was it. I get that. And,
1: I, and, I, and the reason I ask as well is because where, you know, people say I'm overbearing or like cutting and stuff, is like, it's never my intention. But it's almost, it's like, I didn't grow up in any brother's. But the environment I grew up in outside of my house is very hyper masculine. Yeah. So, whenever you're like, if you going to have problems, it's like, well, someone can call their brother or their cousin or, you know, or they're a member of a gang and stuff.
2: No, you just had to learn how to take care of yourself. I know,
1: yeah, I had, know, I had no choice because I can't have my sister come and fight a gang for me. I can't have them come and no, stick But up if for you're
2: me. still in that environment, if you still live in that world, yeah, you'd have to. Your, your, those personality traits that are now considered flaws would be very yeah. useful survival skills, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. I'm yeah, the same, yeah. yeah and, if and I and was in like, because i get really angry i used to get really angry really, really quickly less now yeah. but like you know growing up that was very necessary
1: exactly with me yeah it's like it's like like i said you have I'm, to be able you. Where, where i'm from it's like there's no choice if if you are seen as a target then your life is going to be very difficult so you'd have to let people know you can't be messed with and also sometimes I feel like a lot of time when people are engaged in like malice or passive aggression it's not an immediate confrontational thing it's very gradual Hmm. and people continue to like chip away and stuff like I think when you deal with like conflict like in it'll take the workplace for example if you're working in the office a lot of time people don't really come out and just attack you but it's very very gradual uh, like cutting remarks about your competence at a job and then it's like bits of condescension and patronizing and it goes on and on and because we're not predisposed to conflict as human beings as a social species they're like oh, it couldn't have be been intentionally being rude and it just goes on and goes on so like we talking about the Trump presidency, it's like he'll say these things and people are like it can't be serious it can't be that bad he's not gonna get that far and the <laughs> more people refuse to address that mm. behavior then everyone looks up and they're like well now he's the president and everyone's crying but it's like nobody took this seriously yeah. so that's so my whole thing is kind of like i like prevention is better than cure and i really f- and it's more about asserting myself make it very clear let's set a boundary now mm. and then no one's going to be you know shocked like you said when when you actually do switch in the end yeah but yeah I but
0: you Lord, you kind of yeah you do warm people up nicely bob you've got a a, a social skill that not everyone you you know right no like, not i everyone's think it's got a very really it. cool
1: thing because i think uh so i think uh, when i've seen bobby i like i like the fact that like like i said there's not really any malice and i think usually if people take offense to what you say it's normally where they've built an ego for, or a persona for themselves that they're not used to people like questioning it I'm I'm fascinated watching Bobby <laughs> Do you on stage. What we did, and Lewis Smith was on the panel show with us. I think I sweat the small stuff. Okay, what? The, oh, <laughs> <laughs> what did they say to that uh, guy? Nothing, nothing. Like I said, there was nothing really, really, really cutting. But it was like just alluding to him, possibly being stupid. And it's like Lewis Smith is like a Olympic gymnast. Yes, he's amazing yeah, yeah. looking. He's got amazing, like <laughs> Marvel <just> cinematic <laughs> universe mm. worthy arms. Mm. So you think like there's nothing we could say that could piss him off. Mm. Oh, he did get quite angry, But he didn't got didn't quite they? angry, and it's, it's really weird, i so was like... What did you say? What did you say? Yeah, no, I didn't say anything. What did, what I was on the you, other side, did, but did, I didn't mean, alluded to him just being a bit stupid. I was just like... <laughs> but he was a bit stupid, wasn't yeah. he? I
0: can't remember. But. You said something on that show, Sweat of Small Stuff, which obviously doesn't exist anymore, uh, yeah. with uh, a, a girl. I can't... That clip. There's a clip of you <laughs> insulting this girl. Oh, is, yeah, that
2: lady... Uh, someone said, how old is this lady? And she said... Her age, and then I said, "But those tits
0: are only six months old."
2: Because she <laughs> did was, have obviously fake breasts. It wasn't like it I was, was just talking about yeah. breasts. Yeah. It was, it was in context. Or something,
0: yeah, yeah. Uh, it's one of those moments. It's interesting because we all know a lot of the uh, work that goes into making those shows, and yeah. a lot of preparation. You could see that nobody had a fucking clue that Bob was about to say that. <laughs> 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 the
1: place just Grimshaw's face was like a picture. Just, but the thing <laughs> is, I just, I just wonder, and I think for me, so far as like. I guess, developing or nurturing my own resolve is that, like, a big part of it is, like, for example, I'm losing my hair, right? Yeah, me, me too, though, look. Right. But it's like, I don't, it's not, I don't know. Yeah. So if someone's like, oh, you're going bored, I'm not going to crumble and be like, you... F-. <laughs> because, I mean, how would you... I, I, I could notice it, so people probably could notice it themselves. Now, so I just, I just feel like it's, it's, but it's always a very interesting experiment because I feel like you never really have that approach, like you said, for the sake of the small talk or being, like, a sycophant. I was just wondering if there's, if, do you think there's a reason for that so far as like. Yeah,
2: I, I, I ask, I've asked myself, I don't know if it's because. I, I couldn't tell you an answer really. I don't have an answer. Like, I had my adopted family growing up and they're great. Mm -hmm. And we don't, but we don't have a lot in common. Yeah. yeah. So. In what way? uh, Just in, (laughs) uh, we're just very different people, you know? Uh, But they. But I don't know if it's because I'm adopted.
1: I don't know if I'm on a spectrum. I don't know what it is, but I just, I'm just. Uh but, but I mean, but like I said, it's like, I, I'm not saying it's necessary malice, because then I'd see someone else who might be portrayed as being a lot more affable. But then I'll see them do stuff like, you know, like negging somebody. Or yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, or like having their partner and attacking their femininity, for example. And I'm like, that's much, much worse, you know, in terms of like, I always think my thing is, if in terms of insults, or if you have to say something malicious to somebody, mm. it's always...
2: Uh, I also grew up around people where you insult each other, and it's like a game, and it's exactly, fun game. yeah, it's a fun game. But white British people, oh. I say white mm, because yeah. it's actually an important distinction, <laughs> yes. do not like to be insulted unless you know them really well. So yeah, yeah. I'll, like, meet people and get to know them by teasing a little. They'll tease back, and then yeah. that's how you... But if you do that they just look at you like why are you being mean to me oh and you are like God, oh it party is somewhere. over
1: And for me I find it I, I the reason I find <laughs> it is the is buzz kill. it's a buzzkill It's a buzzkill and I find it strange I'm not like you know you just insult someone's person and like ah banter like I said you know but teasing and I just feel like especially in the industry it's we're fun, in though you know it's, it's like, fun and it's like and it's not like I'm not open myself it's like I would never give something I couldn't take myself Yeah 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 I, I, I just I,
2: want people to rip on me and I rip on them it's great I, but they don't like the game I
1: love it I love it I love it made fun of and I feel like it's a that is the most important foundation of any comedy especially comedy narrative if you can't make fun of yourself yeah i mean there's so many humorless people but it's, but there's so many humorless people and I, and I always think like if this is rattling you then i don't know if this is the right industry for you because mm. like yeah fine five years in ten years in but if you're doing this for long <laughs> enough then trust me because it's like in the same way i always say to myself you know what you say on stage is going to be the thing that people repeat to you like 10 20 years from now yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so you have to ask yourself like catchphrases and stuff if you're okay with people saying that like when you're shopping in sainsbury's
0: Mm.
1: Or like when you're walking in the shopping centre, or like you know.
0: But that's what makes your comedy so uh, spectacular, Bob. Is, Thank you. You know, you, <laughs> you are a, you are a lovely, lovely man, and yet I've heard you say some of the most ridiculously. I wouldn't even say it's offensive. I, I wouldn't call it offensive. I just say it's quite. It can be quite shocking for a lot of people, right? Like it's it's it's
1: it's one of those things. I, I, and this might be erroneous when I say it. It's like I like the start. It's like you're more. Uh, it's like offending the idea of offence. Yeah, mm. does that make sense? I think I, I think it's, it's more like not saying stuff to just upset people. It's like pushing it to see like what you actually in. Like, so if you talk about I something, just, uh, I just like to find like new levels of honesty. That's yeah, new all. levels of honesty. Mm. Exactly. Yeah, I never
2: yeah. really go towards because I hate whenever those people who always say political correctness has ruined everything, and what they really mean is they want to say all the words they're not told not to say. No. Uh, yeah, and not be pushing their people, face. Yeah, yeah. But those people always think i'm on their team and i'm yes. not on their team because i never get accused of being it just doesn't come up but no. this
0: is this is the opportunity to bring up my i've said to you before many times my favorite piece of comedy you ever did which we shouldn't recite obviously but the okay. the the, the Lon- about the london bridge attacks and how yeah. you know bobby starts that material which i, I hope you don't mind me saying <laughs> with the phrase uh sometimes racism is needed or something very much close to that, uh, and it, and it was because of the retelling of that, that story. Yeah, that's the punchline, Howard. Oh fuck! <laughs> 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 oh fuck! I don't start. <laughs> oh fuck! Bobby, I've just cost you like, thousands of pounds. No, I, like I, that. I
2: don't do the joke anymore because London Bridge attacks was like three years ago. Oh. No, the, the, the thrust of the joke is. I'm talking about that. the the guy at Millwall, who yeah. everyone said was a hero who fought three terrorists who had knives, and he had no weapon, and yeah. he held them off till the police got there and killed the terrorists. Yeah. And uh, everyone said that guy was a hero. And then a couple weeks days later, it came out the guy was a huge racist. <laughs> yeah. And the joke is just me saying, I mean, that is the racism we needed that day. Right? And if this yeah. racism hey, fueled listen, him, and To rem-
1: save so many people. Remember, the people that are doing it are also doing it from the basis of discrimination themselves. Yeah, so they're you're gonna have. Of course, they're like an ISIS. are yeah, racist. Exactly, they're racist <laughs> too. <laughs> like, like it's not like these terrorists are just we're terrorists. They're like
2: ideologues. They're cr- great. Right? Sure, let our racists fight their racists. Go for it, guys. They'll we'll
0: go of it,
1: we'll, and we'll make a pay per view event.
0: But yeah. Then, battle royale the, the response i've seen that bit live two times okay and the this was a while back and the response it got i thought was remarkable because the fear in the hearts of some of the people in that audience mm-hmm. that you're about to take them to a place they're not kind of happy to be in yeah kind of emotionally or culturally and then you wind it back so you know the end which i kind of fucked Sorry, but you know kind of it, it, it was such an amazing thing to witness which not many people can have the emotional intelligence to pull it off. Yeah, exactly. I it's say it's, like, it's a real skill.
2: But I stopped doing the joke like because um, I was doing it and you do it in some small towns it's and topical, then people right? start clapping. Yeah, and when the it's an all white audience and the white people are clapping, it's kind of like yeah There's a weird feeling, and then I'm like, mm, yeah. I don't think they get what I mean. Exactly. Yeah, They're yeah. like, mm. yeah, yeah, racist, and you're like, okay. No, I so then I stopped doing the bit.
0: Yeah. It's, it's oh wow. I'm going to pull it up because that's the end of the story to the to that bit that I thought was it is, it is genuinely clever bit but of comedy.
1: It's uh, well there's another bit which I won't I won't reveal, but it's uh, how <laughs> Ruin, you deal I with like. A room that might be giving a tepid reception.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah
1: I love that bit. Thank so you, Dane. That's really cool, man. Um, so
0: it's been a great episode.
1: Do You know what? It's flown by. This it's has felt like literally fifteen flown minutes. By. Yeah, yeah, this has been amazing, Bobby. It's so great to see you. It's really good to see you too, um, Dane and, and, and Howard. Thanks. So. And it's said you're working on uh, a new show. Yeah. Cool. Uh, are you going to be touring that soon? Yeah,
2: I'm going to do a tour. Well, at the end of the year. Gonna oh, be on, amazing. I don't know. It'll be on sale soon. Cool. So if you enjoy this and uh, uh, check out my, you just any social media or my website
1: Bob mail check out the website uh, for tickets and stuff yeah. and uh, yeah in the meantime guys check out clips of Bobby. It said he's got a long list of deserved uh, credits uh, for TV and press and radio it Like, so do check him out uh, I vouch for him uh, anything else you want to plug sir? no that's it thanks, cool Steve. thank you so much for coming man great to see you buddy thank
0: you very much thanks mate you've been listening to Dane Baptiste questions everything Hosted by Dane Baptiste. For more from Dane, go to danebaptiste.co.uk or follow him at danebapttweets. Our guest was Bobby Mayer. You can follow Bobby on Twitter at Bobby Mayer and on Instagram at Bobby Mair Comedian. The show was produced by me, Howard Cohen. You can follow me on Twitter at The Howard Cohen. Thanks to Polly and Gelly. Hey, if you like what you've been listening to, please rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts or iTunes.